Shalom to all. Today's office Baba Kamat Aftaz Vav, and we are starting about the sixth line with the words from the Mishnah of Anoshim Michal and Ezek. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Mirim Sarah Basar Yaakov Maisha, Hernish Shama Shad Havanoliah, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Rifka Basar Meir Zev, Hernish Shama Shad Havanoliah. And Asar Yil Yaakov, so let's all remember to daven and learn Beschos, all those being Maisar Nefesh for Am Yisrael, that they should be Bari and Shalim in body and soul, and that we should have a Yeshua Bakar of Mamish. Now, the Goran's Menon Amili, how do we know that women are involved in damages, meaning there's a Chi of damages when it comes to women? If they do any of the sins, so on and so forth, and the Pasuk continues delineating that they have to bring in carbon. What do we see from here? The Torah equates man and woman when it comes to all punishments in the Torah. The Pasuk tells us, These are the Mishpatim that you shall place in front of them. What do we learn from here? The Pasuk equates men and women when it comes to all dinim in the Torah. Lifnehem means in front of them. Not differentiating between man and woman. And the Bechiski Rabbi Sagli Tana and the Bata Majashim of Chiski and Rabbi Sagli was taught, Amrkar the Pasuk says, Vehemis Isha Isha, and it kills a man or woman, is referring to a Sharmuad killing a person. Hisha Kazav Isha Ish, the Chomis Shabbatira. We see clearly that men and women are equated in regards to all Mises in the Tyra. I think more further clarifies with Srikha, we have to have all three of these Psukim. The Ashmin and Kamai, so if we only have the first Pasuk, we might say, Hasm over there, who the Chas Rahman Allah, the Tyra's having Rahmanis on a woman, Kechid the Havala Kapara, so she can have a Kapara. If she does an Avera, that's what the first Pasuk's talking about, so Tyra's saying, Okay, she could bring a carbon in order to get a kapara. Avodin, when it comes to hilchas mamanis, such as proper business practices, not stealing or cheating or something like that, so we might say that ish the bar maton in. These halachas only apply to a man because he's the one who's usually involved in business. Whereas isha loy, a woman who's not usually involved in business, these don't apply to her. And that's why we have to have this pasuk. And biashmi and dinin, if we only had the pasuk of dinin, we might say the only reason why these dinim apply to women is so she could have livelihood. Because if these dinim did not apply to women, no one's going to want to buy from them or sell to them because if they get cheated or if the women act improperly, they're not going to be able to bring the woman to Bezdin to get their money back. So maybe that's why those dinim apply to women. Aval kapara. But in regards to getting a kapara for doing an avera, we might say, ish, the bar mitzvah in, isha, the bas mitzvah, loy. A man, he's chayven all the mitzvahs of the Torah, so perhaps he would have to bring a carbon when he does an avera. But a woman, she's not chayven all mitzvahs in the Torah, so maybe she doesn't have to bring a carbon when she does an avera. And we ask if we only had these two, so we might say the reason why these apply to women is because hachimishim kapara, bachimishim chiyusa, over here because we want the woman to get a kapara for doing an avera, and over here because she needs a livelihood, so different dinim of business apply to her, aval ink. But in regards to a woman getting killed by a shar, we might say that ish bar mitzvah l'shalim kaifer. A man who is a bar mitzvah, he's chayven all mitzvahs in the Torah. So when he gets killed, the owner of the shar has to pay kaifer because his shar now prevented a person from doing all the mitzvahs in the Torah. But ishalai, perhaps this doesn't apply to a woman because when she's killed, anyway, she can't perform all the mitzvahs in the Torah. So maybe it's not so bad, and the owner of the shar doesn't have to pay kaifer. That's why we need this pasuk as well. And Yashmin and Kaifer, if we only had the pasuk of Kaifer, I might say Mishum the Ikka Ibn Neshama, the only reason why this applies to a woman as well is because someone got killed. There was loss of life. Amalhani Tarti, but the first two pasukim, the Leke Ibn Neshama, no one was killed. Amalai, I might say that they don't apply to women. Sricha, that's why we have to have all three pasukim. I will continue explaining the Mishnah, Hanizik, Vamazik, Tashlumen. The Nizik and Mazik are involved in the Tashlumen. So first we quote Machlaikis, I will try to bring a raya from our Mishnah. Itmar was stated, Palganiska, when we deal with half Nezik, Chatsi Nezik, how do we view it? Rav Papa Amar Mimaina, Rav Huna Brind, Rav Amar Rav Papa says it's considered a momentous payment. It's a regular compensation payment, whereas Rav Hunabrei Yeshua says it's just a knas. It's a penalty, but it's not a regular momentous payment. Now, one of the main afkaminas would be is if a person is Mishal Al Piatzmai, does he pay based off his own admittance? For example, a fellow comes to Bezin and he says, My Shartam gored somebody else's. So, according to Rav Papa, the Chatzi Nezik is a momentous payment, so he's chayv to pay because he just admitted that he owes money. Whereas, according to Rav Hunabrei Yeshua, that's just a knas, it's a penalty that a person would have to pay, then he does not have to pay because we know, Ain Mishal Al Piatzmai, 
while a person doesn't have to pay knas based off his own admittance. Now we further analyze these two opinions. Rapapa are minor. Rapapa says that it's maminus. Kasavai Rapapa holds stam shvarim alav chazkashim rakaimon. That a standard shar is not a chazaka that it's guarded, which means a person always has to be watching their shar to make sure that they don't do damage of keren. And ubedin who debayl shlomei kule. Really, the owner should have to pay as a shalim when a shar does the damage. However, rachmanu who the chasalei the kati lo yai tyre. The tyre has rachmanus on the owner because his act still didn't become a muad. So the tyre is easy on the owner by saying you only have to pay chatzin ezek, but it's still considered regular mamanis payment. Whereas Rav Huna Bar Yeshua Amar Kanasa, Rav Huna Bar Yeshua said the chatzin ezek is kenas because Saver he holds stam shvarim cheskashim rakami. The stam shar in regards to karen damage is considered like it's guarded. An owner doesn't have to assume that his shar is going to go and damage by way of karen. And within udloy l'shaim klal, really the owner shouldn't have to pay anything when his shar tam gores. Rachman who the say the Rachman is just giving kenas to the owner keichad l'natzel tyre, so he should be aware and watch his shar a little bit better. So I think we're trying to bring right for a papa for our Mishnah. Tanan, the Mishnah says, Hanizik Mazik Tashlumin, that the Nizik and Mazik are involved in the Tashlumin. So Bishlam Mada Ar Palganis Kamaino, we understand according to Mada Amar, which is our papa, that Khatsi Nazik is considered Mominus, well Hind Shaykh Nizik Tashlumin. It makes sense that Nizik is involved in Tashlumin, because really the Nizik should receive the entire Tashlumin, and he's only receiving half, so it's like he's involved in the payment because he's giving up on half of the payment that rightfully belongs to him. El Mada Ar Palganis Kanasa, but according to the other Mada Amar, the Khatsi Nazik is Kanas, Hashad Lavi Deshakil, now that which he's receiving, meaning that 50 percent that he gets is not even his, it's being granted to him because it's a penalty on the other person. But Tashlumen Issei, you want to say that he's involved in the Tashlumen? He's not involved in the Tashlumen at all. He's lucky that he's even getting half of it. So what does that mean the Nizik is involved in the Tashlumen? So Gemara answers, the Mishnah is trying to tell us about Pchas Nevela, that the depreciation that Nevela goes through from when it was killed until Hamada Bedin, when they actually go to Bezin to decide how much the Mazik is chayv to pay, that depreciation is on the Nizik, as we've discussed previously, and that's what we mean that the Nizik is involved in the Tashlumen. The Gemara is Pchas Nevela, Spoke about this in a previous Mishnah. How do we explain the line in the Mishnah, Tashlume Nezek? That's Malamid, it teaches us, Shabalim, Tablum, Bevela, that the Bailim, they have to deal with the Nevela. So, Gemara answers no problem. One Mishnah is talking about a Tam, one's talking about a Muad, and it's saying that in both of these scenarios, no matter if a Tam or a Muad did the damage, the Nizek always has to deal with the Nevela. Utsrichan, we have to have both Mishnahs. If we only had a Mishnah telling us, then in the case of a Tam damaging, the owner has to deal with the Nevela, I would say Mishum That's because the Mazik Shar is not a Muad yet, so we're not going to make the Mazik go through the trouble of having to deal with the when we're dealing with a sharmua that damaged, I might say that we don't go easy on the mazik, and the mazik does have to deal with the nevela. So that's why we have to have a mishnah that tells us that the nizik has to deal with the nevela even when the shar was a muad. And we mean a muad. If we only had a mishnah telling us about a muad, I might say we shouldn't come shalom kule. That's because the mazik has to pay the entire amount anyway, so we don't make him deal with the nevela. Aval tam When we're dealing with a tam damaging, where the owner only has to pay chatzin nizik, we might say that the mazik has to deal with the nevela. That's why we have to have both mishnahs to say that in both scenarios. Scenarios, whether it's a time that damaged or a mood that damaged, the Nizik has to deal with the Nevela and not the Mazik. So we don't have a right for a Mishnah whether Chatzin Nezik is Knossa or Mamaina. I think more times another eye, Toshma, we have a Mishnah later on that says, Mabin Tam the Muad, what's the difference between a Tam and a Muad? The answer is, Shatam Shalm Chatzin Nezik Mugufai, that a Tam pays Chatzin Nezik from the body of the Shah itself, Umuad Mishalm Nezik Shalm in Aliyah, whereas a Muad pays Nezik Shalm from the Aliyah, meaning even if the damage is worth more than the Shah, the owner still has to pay. Now, Misa, if you want to say that Palganiska Knossa, let's see Namiha, why don't we say this as well? The Tam in Mishalma Pi Atzmai, that the owner of a Tam is not going to pay based off of his own admittance, whereas Muad Mishalom Piatzmai, the owner of a Muad, would pay based off his own admittance. And since the mission doesn't say this, it must be that Pagan is Gamma The Gemara answers that's not a Raya. Ton of a Shir. Mission taught a difference, but also left out differences. Ask the Gemara, my Shir, the High Shir, what other difference did it leave out besides for this one? The answer is Shir Chatsi Kaifer. It left out the concept of Chatsi Kaifer. The Gemara says that can't be because Imishum Chatsi Kaifer, Lav Shiruhu. The fact that Chatsi Kaifer was left out of the Mishnah is not considered something that was officially left out of the Mishnah that really should have been brought into the Mishnah. And why is 
is that? Because I'm on Rabbi Yisaglili. The Mishnah is really according to Rabbi Yisaglili. The Amar Tam Shalom Chatsi Kaifer, who says that Tam does pay Chatsi Kaifer, and that's why it wasn't mentioned in the Mishnah. There was another Raya Tashma Tesavon Bez on top. We have a brass that says Hamish Shari is Pliny. Oh, Shari Shal Pliny. A person says my Shar killed that person, or my Shar killed that person's Shar. Harizim Shalom Apiatzmai. He pays based off his own admittance. Now my lab Tam. Aren't we talking about a Tam? So we see that even though we're talking about a Shar Tam that killed, the owner still has to pay, even though he was the one that admitted it. It must be a Palgenis Kis Pemina, not Kanas. We're talking about a Muad, and that's why he has to pay Al Piatzmai. The Gemara says, Well, Tam Mai. Let's say it was a Tam. What would the Halacha be? Hachinami Te'en Mishal Piatzmai. Does that mean he wouldn't pay based off his own admittance? Well, if that's so, Antoni Seifa, the Seifa teaches, Hey, Mishraeus Adishal Pliny, Ain Mishal Al Piatzmai. Then if a person admits, My Shar killed that fellow's Eved, he doesn't have to pay based off his own admittance. Well, Lifla Glissing Bidi Day. Why don't we just make a differentiation in the first part of the Brisa and not have to go on to a totally separate case of an Eved in the safe of the Brisa? What should we say in the Raisha? When is it that he pays Al Piatzmai when we're talking about a Muad? But if the fellow admitted these things of the Raisha and his Shar was a Tam, so he doesn't pay Al Piatzmai. The Gemara says that's not a question. Cool, but Muad Kamairi, the entire Brisa is talking about a Muad. And therefore, we have no Raya. Tashma, we have another attempted Raya. Zaklal, this is the rule. Call Anyone that has to pay more than he damaged, he doesn't pay based off his own admittance. Now, my love, can't we infer from here that if he ends up paying less than what he damaged, he would have to pay Al Piatzmai? And the Kli tells us the Chatzin Nezek is Mominous and not Knas. The Gemara says, it's not a Raya. That's not the inference. The proper inference would be that if a person is going to have to pay as much as he damaged and he admits on his own, so then he would have to pay. Let's say he's admitting to a damage and he would have to pay less than the damage actually cost. What would the Halacha be? Does that mean he wouldn't have to pay? Instead of the price of saying, this is the rule, anyone that's going to end up paying more than the damage, he doesn't pay based off his own admittance. Listen, why the price say very clearly, Zaklal, this is the rule, anyone that's not going to end up paying precisely the amount of the damage itself, that's whether he's admitting to something more than the damage costs or less than the damage costs, he wouldn't have to pay in either case. And since the price didn't say this, we clearly see Palganiska's Mamaina. And we conclude to Yufta, you're right, that's refutation. And we clearly see from his Brisa, the Palganiska's Mamaina, that if a person admits to his shard damaging and he's going to end up having to pay less than the actual damage, he actually would be Machayev to pay in that case. Once again, Palganiska Mamaina. But now the Gemara concludes, Vehilchasa, what's the halacha? Palganiska Knasa, Chatsi Nezek is actually Knas payment and not a Mamanis payment. Ask the Gemara, Tufta Vehilchasa? How do you have a Tufta in a Brisa showing us the Palganiska is Mamaina? And then you say that the halacha is Palganiska Knasa. That's contradictory. So my answer is in. Yes, it's actually possible. Even though it was a Tufta, we still could go like the Tufta, meaning we could still say the Palganiska Knasa. And that's because time I have a Tufta, why was it a Tufta in the Brayso? That's because it didn't use the wording Kamash Hezek. And why did it not use that wording? That's only because Leipzikole. The time of the Brayso couldn't have made a definitive statement like that. That would have been Mashma that if a person admits to a damage, that he technically would have to pay less than the actual damage, that he doesn't have to pay in that case. And the reason for that is because there's one situation where he would have to pay. Since there's a case of we have a that's actually considered a mominous payment and not a knas payment. That's why the town of the Brasso didn't say because if a person admitted to owing he would have to pay because that's not considered knas. And now we just continue. Now that you're saying the chatzinezik is a knas payment, so high kabbal to imri. If a dog ate sheep, or a cat ate chickens, that's considered that's considered strange. It's different. That's not a normal type of damage, and that falls under karen and not under shane. And such a payment is not going to be collected in Bavel because in Bavel they can't collect Kenosais because we need special bezin of Dayana Musmicha and that's only in Eretz Yisrael and not in Bavel. Now, just a clarification of this, that's only if they were very large sheep or large chickens. If they were small, so it's normal for a dog or cat to eat these things. And that's
that's not considered Mishunah, it's not considered different or strange, and would fall under Shane and not under Karen. Now, there is a way that someone in Bavel could get paid for these damages. If the Nizik grabs from the Mazik, so we're not going to take that away from him. And furthermore, Omar, if the Nizik says, Set a time for me that I'm going to go to Bezdin and Eretz Yisrael, and I'm going to have them judge the case. Kavino so that we're going to set that for him, and the Mazik has to follow him to Eretz Yisrael, and be loyal. If the Mazik doesn't go with him to Eretz Yisrael to get judged, we're going to put him in Cherim, and whatever the situation is, we're going to put the Mazik in Cherim, Adam Masal Kazeka, until he removes the damaging thing from his house, meaning this dog or this cat. Why? I don't know a person's not allowed to raise a bad dog in his house. A person's not allowed to have a shaky ladder in his house. Because the Pesach says, Do not place blood in your house. And it's considered like placing blood in your house by having an evil dog or a shaky ladder. So Mazak has to make sure to get rid of his crazy dog or cat. And we'll go on to brand new mission. The Mishnah tells us, There's five different Tamin and five different Muadim. Focusing on the Tamin first, A behemoth is not considered a Muad. Not to gore, not to push, not to bite, not to crouch on something. And not to kick, and the first three times to do such a thing, which are all Karen or told us of Karen, they're considered a Tam and not a Muad. Now moving on to Muad, Hashain, why does Lachal Sarayla? Shane is damaged as considered a Muad if the animal eats something which is normal for it, such as food, as opposed to Kalim, which is not normal for it. Horegel, why does Lishbarbadechilucha? Foot is considered Muad to break Kalim along the way as it's walking. Vishar Hamuad, Vishar Hamazik, Bershus Hanizik, Veha Adam and a person. Now talking about animals damage, Hazaev, a wolf, Vari, and a lion, Vahadaiv, a bear, Vahanamir, a leopard. The Gemara is going to describe what this is. Vahanachash and a snake. Harei ilmu adin. They are considered a muad if they damage. Whereas Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Lezer says, "Bizman chain bnei tarbos." If they're domesticated, if a person domesticated a bear and he trained it, and in muadin, it's not considered muad. However, vahanachash muad la'olam. A nachash, a snake, is considered muad forever. Now the Gemara analyzes. From the fact that the Mishnah says shane is considered muad to eat something which is normal for it. It's much more that we're talking about a damage happening in the chater of the nizik because if it happened in the shusarabim, so the owner wouldn't have to pay for it. Now, Victani, what does the beginning of the Mishnah say? Behema, Enemuad, that's Lashalim Kule. A behema does Karen is not Muad to have to pay the entire damage. Aval Chatzinazik Mishalemes. But the owner would have to pay Chatzinazik. And that means that we're talking about a damage that happens in Chatzar Nizik as well, because that's what the Sefer of the Mishnah was talking about. Now, Mani, who's the Rasha of the Mishnah? Rabbanon, he's the Rabbanon. The Amri, they said, and we've had this a couple of ago, Mishnah Karen of Chatzar Nizik, Chatzinazik, Kudim Mishalem. Then when we have a Karen damage, which is considered Mishnah, it's considered abnormal, and it happens in the Chatzar the Nizik, the Mazik only has to pay Chatzinazik. However, Sefer. What about the Sefer of the Mishnah? What do we say? Shar Hamuad, Vishar Hamazik, Rishos Hanizik, Adam. And this tells us that a Shar is always Muad if it's in the Rishos of the Nizik. Now it's on the Reptarfin. That means that we're coming to the opinion of Reptarfin in the Sefer of the Mishnah. Domeru holds Mishunah Karen Machatzar Nizik, Nizik Shalim, Hudim Shalim. Then when we have Karen, which is considered a Mishunah damage, if that happens in the Chatzar Hanizik, so the Mazik always has to pay Nizik Shalim, even though we're talking about a Shar Tam. Rish Rabbanim, the Sefer of Tarfin. Does that mean that the Rishes Rabban and the Sefer of Tarfin? That's unusual. We usually like when a Mishnah or is according to one man to Amar, not two separate ones. So Gemara says, and yes, over here it's not a problem. The Amr Shmuel of Yehuda, Shmuel told Rav Yehuda, Shinana, sharp one, Shrek Masnisan Vitabasray, leave the Mishnah, meaning stop trying to explain the Mishnah according to Wantana and go after me, meaning go after my explanation of it. Rish Rabban of Sefer Tarfin, the Rish is Rabban and the Sefer Tarfin. And yes, although that's Mishnah, we usually don't do that. Over here on this particular Mishnah, the Rish is Rabban and the Sefer Tarfin. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with another answer on this seeming stira. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.